0: This is part two of English translation of the talk Do Not Hurt, Hurt Other People by Muflid al Which Muslim does not know about the sanctity of Hajri al aswad It has been said in a hadith that hajr al aswad is like the hand of Allah Ta'ala on this earth And that kissing Hajr al-Aswad is like shaking hands with Allah Ta'ala. And the kissing Hajr al-Aswad wipes a person's sins clean. The Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself kissed Hajr al-Aswad. But on the other hand, it has been said that if in order to kiss Hajr al-Aswad, there is a risk that we will end up pushing other people and hurting them. Then in that situation, we have been forbidden to try to kiss Hajr al-Aswad and it has been declared haram and a major sin if it leads to other people being hurt. This shows how much importance Sharia places on not hurting other people and not causing them harm or distress, that we have been told to give up an important ibadat if carrying carrying it out would lead to other people being hurt. Every Muslim knows that reading the Holy Quran is such a great act of worship that we get the sawab of 10 virtues for reading every letter. It has been said that reciting the Holy Quran is the, is the greatest ibadat amongst all zikr and tasbihah. While reciting the Holy Quran loudly is generally preferable, but it is not allowed to recite the Holy Quran loudly if it would lead to disturbing a person who is sleeping or resting. The Holy Prophet wasallam used to wake up for Salaf Tahajjud every night. He never missed the Hajjud Salah. However, it is narrated in Hadith that when he woke up for tahajjud, he got up quietly and opened the door quietly so that he wouldn't wake up his sleeping wife and disturb her. The Holy Quran and Hadith are full of injunctions about not hurting people. There are numerous examples where Sharia tells us to take extreme care, not to harm or hurt other people. In this Hadith, the Holy Prophet ﷺ has used two words being safe from a person's hands and being safe from his tongue being safe from a person's tongue means that a person does not say any words which cause distress or hurt to another person even if we need to criticize a person we should not use harsh words and should use words which do not hurt his feelings or cause as little hurt as possible for example one may say that what you said hurt me or maybe you should reconsider what you have done rather than using abusive or foul language or making snide comments. Taunting someone means making hurtful comments indirectly. An Arab poet has said that a wound caused by a spear can heal but a wound caused by words does not. The Holy Prophet wasallam) has said, Like for others what you would like for yourself. When we are about to say something to someone, we should just pause for a moment and reflect whether I would have liked if this person had said exactly the same words to me. Would it have made me happy or sad and upset? And then don't say it if you wouldn't have liked the same thing being said to you. We have two different standards. One is what we can say to people. The other is what others can say to us. But if we follow the hadith, this hadith of the Holy Prophet wasallam and stop saying to others what we will not want to them to say to us. A lot of interpersonal conflicts would just disappear. In a hadith, the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam said, The thing that will most commonly make people fall face down in Jahannam is their tongue. Therefore, we should pause for just a few moments before we say something, and should consider whether what I am going to say will please Allah Ta'ala, or will it displease Him. Initially, one has to make an effort to do it, but with practice, it becomes second nature. Then a person only says things which are in accordance with Allah Tala's wishes and does not say anything which is hurtful to others. And if a person makes a mistake, then as soon as they realize it, they should ask the other person to forgive them and to do istaghfar from Allah Ta'ala. In this hadith, the Holy Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi said that A true Muslim is one whose hands and tongues other Muslims are safe from. Because of that wording, sometimes people misunderstand that in this hadith, Muslims have have been prohibited from harming other Muslims only, and that this hadith does not prohibit them from causing harm to non-Muslims. This is not correct. In this hadith, only Muslims have been mentioned, because in most places where Muslim lived, then they generally came across other Muslims only otherwise this commandment applies equally to muslims and non muslims that in conditions of peace it is as strictly prohibi- prohibited to cause harm to a non muslim as it is to an, another muslim if there is a declared jihad between a muslim state and a non muslim state that is a separate matter but hurting non muslims from nations who are not at war with the muslim government or muslims living in a, or non muslims living in a muslim country is is also prohibited under this hadith. It is narrated in the Holy Quran that when Hazrat Musa lived in Egypt under the reign of Pharaoh, and the whole nation besides Hazrat Musa was involved with disbelief. There was a fight between an Israelite and Egyptian. Hazrat Musa punched that Egyptian which unintentionally resulted in his death. Even though that Egyptian was a non-believer, Hazrat Musa salam, deemed his death a sin for himself and said as it narrated in the Holy Qur'an Moreover, they have leveled a charge of office against me and I fear they will kill me. Surah 26 verse 14 The question is that the Egyptian was a non-believer and killing a non-believer is part of jihad. Then why did Hazrat Musa salam, deem it a sin for himself and did istighfar, meaning asking Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness, Hazrat Thanvi said that the reason was that even though that Egyptian was a non-believer, but at that time the Israelites and the Egyptians were living in peace with each other. If Muslims and non-Muslims are living with each other and there is peace between them, then non-Muslims have all the same rights in the Sharia for their worldly affairs as do Muslims. Just like it is unlawful under Sharia to cause any sort of harm to a Muslim, similarly it is unlawful under Sharia to cause any sort of harm to a um, non-Muslim as it is their basic right as a human being. The first duty of a person to become a good human being, becoming a Muslim and a Sufi comes next. And it's a basic rule of humanity that a human being should not cause harm to another human being. The rights of Muslims and non-Muslims are no different in this regard.